Yes, but okay. Good morning, everybody. An interesting thought that maybe you've never thought about in today's Chumash and Rashi. Fascinating thought. Today we introduce the garments of the Kohen Gadol, and then by extension the garments of all the regular Kohanim as well. Rashi starts to describe the garments of the Kohen Gadol. When I was a child, when I was a child, this is what I was taught. I don't know if anybody else learned it this way also. That Rashi, when he's describing the ephod, the ephod was a backwards apron that the Kohen Gadol wore. He wore an apron that was on his back. That was what the ephod was. Clearly, when you learn the Rashi, it seems like Rashi is struggling to explain what it was the ephod. Because he says there's, it, it couldn't have been just a harness because there's cheshev ephod, which is the belt of the ephod. So the cheshev had to be something different than the ephod itself. The Torah also describes kitfot ephod, the shoulder straps of the ephod. So that means that the shoulder straps are something different than the ephod itself, than the straps of the ephod, right? So Rashi's trying to figure out what is this ephod. And Rashi, numerous times in today's Torah reading, says it is a backwards apron similar to those things worn by, the, by ladies of nobility when they're riding on a horse. Huh? Huh? When they're shooting, what? When they're riding. So why? Because they rode side saddle. Honestly, I can't even ride a horse regular. I don't know how somebody rides it side saddle. But it was inappropriate for a woman to ride a horse like, like a person normally rides a horse. Women of nobility rode side saddle. You know that, right? So when they rode side saddle, they wore an apron underneath as a separation between them and the horse. And this is the apron, and Rashi says it numerous times in today's Rashi, like like the aprons worn by the noble women. A few different times he describes the ephod that way. Why is Rashi describing it that way? Why does he keep saying over and over? Just say a backwards apron. Why does he keep saying that? So when I was a kid, I, the way I was taught this parsha, when I learned this parsha with Rashi the first time, I'm, I hope there's a source for this, but this is the way I was taught, is that it is tradition that Rashi was trying to figure out what this ephod was. It wasn't the cheshev, because that's a belt. That's the cheshev of the ephod. It's the belt of the ephod. It wasn't the kisphod, the ephod, because those were shoulder straps of the ephod, not the ephod itself. And we were taught that when Rashi was meditating upon this, trying to figure out what the ephod was, he was standing at the window looking outside. And when he was looking outside, a number of noble women rode by on horses, side saddle, wearing this backwards apron that covered their back. And Rashi decided, the only reason I could have possibly seen this all of a sudden riding by in front of me is because this is a message from heaven that that's what the ephod looked like. And that's why he repeats over and over again that it was something worn by the women who are women of nobility. That's what I was taught when I was a kid. I hope it's true because what's the message? 
So what's the message really Rashi's trying to get us? Let's even assume that my story is true. Why would Rashi make a point of over and over again repeating it? So what? So that's how he figured it out. All he has to say is it's a backwards apron. The fact that it's a backwards apron worn by the noble women doesn't really help us that much. It doesn't give us any more of a picture of it than just saying it was a backwards apron. Why does he keep repeating it? Because Rashi's telling us that integral, and every person, Rambam brings down, that every person could be part of Shevet Levi. We can all be a Kohen. We can all be a Kohen, maybe not by birth, but in attitude and approach. What makes you a Kohen? A deep-rooted, natural recognition of divine providence. Because somebody who's not paying attention to divine providence, so these women ride by, they're a distraction. I'm in the middle of my meditation. Why are you confusing me riding by in front of me? I'm in the middle of meditating. Someone who's totally plugged in that every single thing that happens, every single thing that I hear, every single experience that I have is clearly a message from Hashem, says that you're on your way to becoming a Kohen. Then you're going the right direction. And Rashi wants to make sure that we know that. Rashi wants to make sure that we're aware that the integral to becoming a Kohen is to make sure that your antennae are always up, focused on what is happening to me today, what is happening to me now, that's my divine providence. And I'll end with, if you're not careful, and you're not really focused in Torah and mitzvahs, this may take you in the wrong direction. There was a guy who was overweight. We're not talking about anybody we know. Uh, there was a guy who was overweight, grossly obese. So he gets called into HR because the companies are all trying to minimize, you know, cost, right? And the company's medical insurance, medical coverage, right, is dependent upon how much it's used. So he gets called into HR because the company wants him to go on some sort of a health diet or something like that, and uh, so that he should, uh, you know, otherwise he's gonna up the costs of the company's health insurance. So, he, so the HR is sitting with him trying to explain to him. So he says, let me tell you something. Here's the problem. The problem is that every day on my way to work, I pass this incredible, incredible bakery. And they make the most amazing cream puffs. They make the most amazing cream puffs. And so I can't help myself. I stop and I buy a box of cream puffs for everybody in the office. But when I bring these cream puffs into the office, Nobody else really eats them, so I wind up eating the whole box myself. And that's why I'm so grossly overweight, and I can't stop myself from doing it. And I won't buy only one cream puff, because it's not fair to have myself. I want to share with everybody. So the HR guy says, why don't you try a different route to work? Take a different route, so you won't have to deal with it. He says, okay, good idea. So he takes a different route to work, and even starts to exercise, and six months pass, and he's actually starting to lose weight, and things are getting better, etc. One day, he shows up in the office with a box of cream puffs. So the HR guy is standing there, he says, my high, why all of a sudden you bring a box of cream puffs? He says, oh, you gotta hear the story. Unbelievable divine providence. Yeah, what's the divine providence? He says, today, the new route that I take to work, 
road construction. So there was a detour. I had to follow the detour to get to work. And the detour I saw was taking me right past the, the bakery again. So I thought to myself, what is the divine message here that is taking me right past the bakery again? Is this Hashem wants to see if I have the fortitude to overcome the challenge today and drive past the bakery? Or is this Hashem telling me, you did such a good job for the last six months, you can reward yourself and buy cream puffs today. And I wasn't sure which one it was. So I decided a simple test. If there's a parking space right in front of the bakery, then that means Hashem wants me to go in and, and, uh, and buy the cream puffs that I've been rewarded. If there's no parking space in front of the bakery, then that means that this is a test of Hashem. Hashem wants me to keep going. So the guy from HR goes, wow, what an incredible story. He said, there was a parking space right in front of the bakery when you passed by? He said, yeah, after I went four times around the block. <laughs> The fourth time around the block. So be careful with your Ashram. Make sure you're focused on Torah and mitzvahs. And Rashi says that if you will be focused on Ashram, your divine providence, and the Torah and mitzvahs, you will find incredible experiences today that will define for you how to live a Torah life, how to be a Kohen, how to be the Kohen Gadol, how to build the base of Mikdash, how to bring Mashiach. May it happen now. Amen. L'chaim.